I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 16. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what I call Mind Discipleship. That's how I describe it. It's an important area of our discipleship. Our Christian life is to think about our thinking and to put glorious thoughts into our mind, true, heavenly thoughts that can actually shape how we think and live. Melanie Kalora said, nurture your soul with positive thoughts and internal happiness will blossom before your eyes. I think that's right. So each week I try to offer a glorious thought that you can set your mind on. And the glorious thought for this episode is, Christ is all around us. St. Patrick is one of the most well-known of all the saints. Just about everybody seems to know St. Patrick, but they don't know about the real St. Patrick. So let me begin this episode by talking about the real St. Patrick. Patrick was born in Roman Britain in 385 AD. He became a Christian when he was a young boy, and when he was 14, he was captured by Irish pirates during a raiding party and was taken to Ireland as a slave, where he was forced to tend and herd sheep. Now, at that time, there were no Christians in Ireland. Kind of strange. There were Druids and pagans, but there were no Christians. Still, Patrick kept his faith in Christ during that whole time. He remained in captivity until he was 20 years old. And when he was 20, he managed to escape his captors, and uh, God had given him a dream that told him to go to the coast. So he did that, and there he met some sailors who agreed to take him back to Britain. And that was great. He was reunited with his family. But a few years after returning home, Patrick saw a vision, and he described this vision in his memoir. It goes like this. He wrote, I saw a man coming, as it were, from Ireland. His name was Victoricus, and he carried many letters, and he gave me one of them. I read the heading, The Voice of the Irish. As I began the letter, I imagined in that moment that I heard the voice of those very people who were near where I had lived, beside the Western Sea, and they all cried out as with one voice, We appeal to you, holy servant boy, to come and walk among us. That vision was very powerful for Patrick, and it actually led him to study for the priesthood. He was later ordained and sent to take the gospel to Ireland, the place where he had been enslaved. Once Patrick arrived, he met uh, the chieftain of one of the Druid tribes who actually tried to kill him. But God intervened and instead allowed Patrick to preach to this man, and he was converted. And once he was converted, the chieftain allowed Patrick to preach all over Ireland. And guess what? It is said he converted thousands and thousands of people and built many, many churches. Now, as history says, over the next 40 years, all of Ireland was converted. Well, I mean, I don't have actual historical fact in front of me, but that's at least what people say. And in addition to preaching and converting people, uh, he also worked many miracles. But after years of travel, living in poverty, great suffering, he died on March 17th, 461 A.D., And March 17th is the day that we celebrate his feast day. And St. Patrick's Day is now a big cause for celebration. But a lot of people, you know, drinking shamrock shakes and green beer or eating cabbage or whatever people do on St. Patrick's Day don't really know much about the real Patrick. That's why I wanted to share 
because he was an important figure. He was humble. He was gentle. He was reverent. Uh, he lived his life in total devotion to God, or as I said in a previous podcast, he lived a Godward life. He was fearless, and he was fearless because he learned how to live in the strong and unshakable kingdom, a kingdom without lack, a kingdom that provided him protection and power. One of my favorite things about St. Patrick is a prayer that he wrote. Um, it's known as the breastplate prayer of St. Patrick. Now, it wasn't actually written on a breastplate, but this prayer, it was also called a lorica, L-O-R-I-C-A, and uh, a lorica was a prayer for protection. So it wasn't a real breastplate, but it worked like one. It was a prayer that was protecting him. Um, and it's also known as the deer's cry, this prayer, and here's why. So it's a crazy story, but St. Patrick, uh, apparently one time, he, he'd, he'd written this prayer, he would recite it, he would sing it. And so he um, and his uh, a bunch of his followers were um, walking across the wilderness, and he's singing this prayer. And it turned out that they were about to be ambushed by an army of an Irish king that was sent to prevent Patrick from preaching to the people in a region called Terra. And here's where the story gets fun. As Patrick and these monks approached uh, the army sent to ambush them, the soldiers thought Patrick and his monks were a group of wild deer. So, so they let them pass. I went, oh, here's, here comes some deer. Weird story, but I kind of like it. And so that's why it's also called the deer's cry. But um, this prayer is just quite beautiful and, and one that I use as a part of my own prayer life. And so I want to share it with you today because it's full of glorious thoughts. There's longer versions and shorter versions. I'm going to give you the one that I've edited to the place that I like. So here we go. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. I arise today through the strength of Christ's birth with his baptism, through the strength of his crucifixion with his burial, through the strength of his resurrection with his ascension, through the strength of his descent for the judgment of doom. I arise today through the strength of heaven, the light of the sun, the radiance of the moon, the splendor of fire, the speed of lightning, the swiftness of wind, the depth of the sea, the stability of the earth, the firmness of rock. I arise today through God's strength to pilot me, God's might to uphold me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's eye to look before me, God's ear to hear me, God's word to speak for me. God's hand to guard me, God's shield to protect me, God's host to save me from snares of devils, from temptation of vices, from everyone who shall wish me ill afar and near. I summon today Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left. Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the Creator of creation. So where are you today? 
What are you facing? Could you be in need of some protection, some power, some provision? I imagine some listening today are going through some challenges because life is hard. I urge you to take St. Patrick's beautiful Lorica, this prayer for protection and power, and make it your own prayer this week. You can find it on our website, and you can also find different versions of it online. I hope you'll join me next week for episode 17. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith, and you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope is that one day if you are asked, what's on your mind, your answer will be, things above. <laughs>